Hello, one and all. Welcome to the We Need to Talk Club presents the Popcorn Podcast. That's P-O-C corn. P-O-C meaning people of color, where we discuss film made by, starring, written by, produced by, directed by, you guessed it, people of color. So today we are here with a treat for you all. Super excited. We found a film. We found a film. <laughs> and we are so giddy about Okay, and it like, it checked off all the boxes. Like it was ridiculous. Please, Esther, if you can remind me, what months uh, uh, was well, it? Well, maybe first they'll like to know who Esther is and who oh, this you're right. I'm sorry. voice is as well. <laughs> can y'all tell I'm excited to talk about this yeah. thing? Let's introduce ourselves. I'm one of your hostesses today. My name is Tamaya, and now I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Hello, this is Esther, the one the only during this uh, momentous occasion. And to answer your question, we are kicking off our Arab American month, uh, which is April, Mm -hmm. with a treat. It seems like we already are setting the stage here, but as always, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for what, you know, will come afterward. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so excited. And I want to share that, you know, as I was watching this movie, I realized that I am so grateful for being able to do this mm-hmm. because I am very much, when it comes to my mo- just entertainment consumption, <laughs> you know, and film and television, that I go back to the same things. Like if I find something that I like, I go back to it over and over again because it's comfort at that point. I know what to expect. So doing this podcast really has, one, made me consume way more movies in the past year that I've ever consumed in like five years combined because I'm not really a movie goer. And two, has opened um, myself to a lot of films that I would never even been aware that they exist or even like sat down to like watch or just actually seek out so I hope that that's the same thing for you all with this where right. you go out and want to open yourself up to the you know again to like all the different stories and storytelling and and that is out there mm-hmm. so that's my little spiel slash you know, moment of vulnerability with you all. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I can't agree more. As a moviegoer, I still couldn't agree more because even as a moviegoer, I had my own um, taste in movies that I would go to. And this has expanded that in the best way. Yes. So yes, we are so here. Without further ado. Yes. So our film to kick off Arab American uh, month is Breaking Fast. And it's a 2020 American romantic comedy film that is directed by Mike Mosalam. I hope I'm saying it right. And it was released via streaming in 2020 because, you know, we know what happened during 2020. We won't say Mm. its name, but you know. (laughs) And it's an expansion of actually a short film that Mosalam also did of the same title. So this film stars has Simon Asmo, who is a gay Muslim doctor in Los Angeles, specifically in West Hollywood, which is very much known and famous for being sort of a gay man mecca. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is following his breakup from his former partner, Hassan, and he meets our lovely Cal on the first day of Ramadan. Um, and for those who don't know, Ramadan is one of the holy month during of Islam where you fast from sunset. Is it sunset? No. Sunrise to sunset. Sunrise, sunrise. That's the one I, so from sunrise to sunset. And it's abs- abstinence of water and food, but also of impure thoughts, of basically just abstinence of the worldly of the world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because your focus during that month is toward um basically the goal is to read 
and reread and get reacquainted with the Quran. Quran. So mm-hmm. the goal is to basically like read the whole Quran during that whole month, kind of, you know, just focus your mind, intention, heart toward, you know, Allah. Allah. Um, and so during this film, we have Mo and Cal who are basically getting acquainted during iftar which is basically the period of time at sunset where you break fast and you eat Mm -hmm. so this is that it was the film premiered on march 7 again 2020 and Mm -hmm. sadly did not have a theatrical release because we know what happened again won't say her name Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but it found itself on hulu so please check it out on hulu it is available don't need to pay extra <laughs> so this is all i will share for now yes it was such a good time we're gonna talk about it yes. but it was such a good time <laughs> all right and, it, and when i say it checked off all the boxes y'all we usually what we try to do for inspiration which we, i think we've shared before when we pick our films we see if there's any celebrations, if there's a monthly holiday, something like that to kind of guide us on our way to finding our people of color films that we will be discussing for the podcast. And with this one, what ended up occurring was we had, um, with when, when we found out it's Arab American month, we're looking through and we're like, okay. The one thing we always run into when we try to find these films is, people of color films, especially if you get real specific in the type of people you're looking for, usually runs into some trauma, usually runs into some sadness or some deep, serious drama. So we're prepared for it, but we'd love to not also. Um, And that includes our people of color, Um, Haitian American, me, regular American, black Americans. um situation i don't know where where we we where came from you just know that we in the south the slaveries all the things so yeah this one checked off arab arab american and and a part of the lgbtq plus community snap 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 <laughs> oh they are really like we're gonna make a movie okay so here we go first question mm-hmm what were you expecting or what have you heard from when we found out about this film? So as you just shared, mm-hmm. uh, we went blindly into this film because it really was, hey, this is Arab American month. Um, let's, you know, kind of do the Google machine. Let's read you know, <laughs> lists from people who are of that community or just like people who kind of review films to give us, you know, a list of movies that fit into the Arab American um, mold. Mm -hmm. And from there, as we're reading people's list and reading, you know, their short description, we're like, okay, we obviously always try to steer away from trauma-focused films, right? Because... I'm sure as we put Air American, it's going to be about either like, you know, um, the suffocation of Muslim toward women or terrorism mm-hmm. or, like just, you know, all of the stuff that we get fed to by media about a specific culture in a specific group. And here, you know, with this podcast, we definitely, our goal is to broaden our horizon as well as our listeners' horizon through storytelling, through films, mm-hmm. right? And really, at least my personal goal is to, again, see the slice of life of people that I normally don't get, you know, to see and read about and experience myself, right? Yeah. So as we're going through this list, like this movie came up on a couple of lists, and, you know, the first thing that everybody says, right, it's a gay Muslim rom-com. And we're like, hey, we are sold. Let's see if we can sold. see it. And it was like available at, in Hulu without any extra fees. So we're like, check, 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 check. But still, it was very much, uh, okay, you know, it's a gay Muslim rom-com. Like, you know, just 
and I've never really heard or seen um, the actors before. I've never really heard or seen mm. the director before. So this is completely blind from yeah. just you know, people's very short reviews and description. Um, but I'm really glad that we took that leap of faith in that chance because this as you will hear us gush about it was (laughs) everything and more just from um like I personally love the soundtrack like the the song that they that they chose at specific moments were just like on point which is a big thing for me um and a, a thing that a lot of if you are bilingual or speak more than one language, something that you will realize that is done super, super badly in films, like Western films, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to Spanish and English, because that's where you, I at least see it more done. Okay. But any other sort of character or stories where one of the characters, right, speaks more than one language, okay. the way that they they kind of like mix in the person speaking more than one language. It's so lazy because it's not like they'll first, like, it will be like, oh, um, me and my abuelita went to the, you know, supermarket. It's like nobody who's bilingual speaks like that. You would speak whole sentences right. or like start saying things in your language without even realizing it, right? Because right. that's not- that's what your brain does. It doesn't just speak one like little tiny words here and there and the overall English conversation. And I thought that they did that so well because yeah, like they're they speak Arabic and like yes. yeah, start speaking English and then you just like dive into Arabic effortlessly because that's what kind of in the moment makes more sense and you that's how you can express your feelings and your words. Mm-hmm. And then you come back to English and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like <laughs> right. I and, left you behind there. <laughs> yeah. And and so again, it's like it did little things that just felt so refreshing and so real. Mm. And, and like I was really watching real life, not just a put upon story. Mm. I love that. No, I get that. And these are little things that I didn't even like, like the editor saying it out loud. I'm like, yeah, that does. That's exactly how that happened. But it was awesome the way like the font was just a different color or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just it was right on point and you felt no break. I didn't yeah. feel like I needed to, you know, revamp or catch up. I felt like I was right along with the whole story. It was so smooth. And I agree. I I all this all the same things. Cause we found <laughs> the film together. Yeah. And we just threw ourselves in it to just say it. I mean, it already looked exciting. It looked like, you know, high quality. Um rom-com it had the typical you know rom-com cover you know two people in love looking at each other on the screen um looks like joys around them or a nice wonderful lit night street or something like you know it was like all the perfect things that a rom-com would have to be like this is a Mm rom-com nothing else (laughs) and it was so unexpectedly just and not to to say we expected it i expected it to be bad it just it was the way things should be. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any extra. I didn't feel like anything extra was taken to, you know, um, emphasize that this is the gay rom-com. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. like a regular rom-com would. Yeah. For, and it was like, you know, you see people kissing on the street. There's usually mm-hmm. like, okay, there's two guys out here kissing on the street. Mm-hmm. How many times have I seen in rom-coms people walking down the street and there's a heterosexual couple making out on a bench mm-hmm. or making out in the corner of the alley? But because it's so normalized that it's like you get to, you you can ignore that or push it aside or not focus on that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this situation, it's like, everybody's kissing on the street. Oh my gosh. How many, you know, all these different gay couples out here. It's, it's the way it would be. Don't dare complain because if you put on a rom-com right now with hetero people in it, you're mm-hmm. gonna see the same things. It's just because it's man and woman. It's 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 it makes such a difference, those little things. Mm-hmm. But it was um, I love the challenge. I love um what the challenge was giving me. I would say the thing that I decided to do ahead of time that um that was intentional 
mm-hmm. um, before we get into our next question was being that this was a film, a gay Arab American film, mm-hmm. any other rom-com or film that you know isn't like some scary movie or crazy R-rated stuff, I would watch with my toddler in the room because I know he's not paying attention. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. It's that a third, you know, uh, and I know it's again, nothing traumatizing. Okay, I'm going to make that clear. It's not like, you know what I mean? And, you know, you kind of have much more um, aware of what you expose them to. That's it. Precisely, precisely. Mm-hmm. But yes, so like, obviously, if it's a scary movie, everybody's getting killed every two seconds. I'm not going to do it. Obviously, it's with like sex craze situation. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it. But this is a typical movie. It doesn't hit those marks. So I'm like, okay, I want to watch this movie now. I have time and availability. My toddler's all on me. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to leave the room. He wants to be in the room. And I'm like, I'm going to put this movie on. And that might seem small to many. No, but it's, yeah. It's but it was, it was such an intentional decision mm-hmm. to, I would watch a rom-com with heterosexual couples in it in a hot second without mm-hmm. double checking if my son was looking or in the room or if he'll catch a mm-hmm. scene. Why the hell not? I believe... Mm-hmm that everyone has the right to love each other. I believe, you know, that this should be a normal thing. And I believe that it should be normalized before you're an adult, a consenting Mm -hmm. adult. Just Mm -hmm. that people have different families and different loves are out there. And the way those types of things begin, those kinds of conversations or that normalization behavior and that normal reaction to that stuff begins Mm -hmm. is exposure, young. Mm -hmm. And everyone's trying to make that such a big, scary thing now in the media and in politics, which we'll not go into, but- girl don't even but it's like no exposure is just these are normal people who love and care don't hurt and want to have a good life too and so if my son hints to look at the screen and he sees two males kissing that is normal and mm-hmm. that's okay and i'm fully okay with you seeing that and it was such an intentional decision just to press play while he was in the room and not shy away from that and make sure mm-hmm. i didn't have that other side of me that's like wait, you don't want to see, why not? Why not? Combating that inner side of me that I didn't even know was there or that pops out when you realize you've been raised in a heteronormative society. So even when you think you're liberal or you think you're open, these thoughts will creep up and come up, which we've talked about in the nap hour before with his costumes. So it's like, oh, stop it. You have to battle that, push it back, make sure you're intentionally like, who do you want to be? And that's where we're going with this. So yeah, yeah. that was something that was really that intentional and exciting. That did not even cross my mind. And you know, I also have kiddos, but for mm-hmm. me, just because of how my life is structured, I kind of like steal little moments on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really like watch things with my kids because they, I just let them watch their stuff and then I, you know, keep my little things to myself on my phone but right because even to me that would not have crossed my mind but yeah like I'm sure it crosses obviously your mind and like Mm -hmm. or other listeners mind Mm -hmm. especially because you've already said stated like that you're a part of the queer community and so I get it just not even crossing your mind but yeah a lot of people I feel like a lot of people probably have had those thoughts and moments yeah so that no, like, I was just trying to say, like it's it's good for me to like um, remember that that's not the norm for other people, <laughs> right, right, right? Fair enough. So next question: What did the inciting incident incite in you? Our favorite question here, oh, in the popcorn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I knew that I was in. Because again, right, I started watching this movie and I was like, oh, you know, like, let me see, like, is this one where I'm going to have to like, you know, start, like kind of go, you know, leave and then come back to, because again, right, I'm, I'm still not a full on movie goer. Mm. I'm like, oh, can I dedicate like, you know, an hour plus of my time to this thing if it's not really my gem? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that kind of went out the window when... It was a moment to me where Mo um, basically broke up with Hassan. Mm. And it's, you know, Hassan goes to sit at the table 
with Mo's family and it's Mo and his mom and it, there's no words spoken Mm-mm. but oh my gosh like the acting sorry it's, it was so deep and so just like beautiful because it was like a mother knowing that something is wrong with her child and just like offering comfort again without any word just offering that hand and that comfort and that look mm-hmm. and Mo just like falling apart but like having to keep it together because you know they're having eat dinner mm-hmm. and he like it's you know and it's this turmoil and I was like oh my gosh oh I feel for you because again but like when you reach that when like that because that is real world it's like most of the time two people nobody is a bad person mm-hmm. we 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 each have a reason or at least an understandable reason for why, you know, we can't keep going with this particular relationship. Mm. Um, And it doesn't hurt any less. It doesn't make it okay any, you know, more than if it was some quote-unquote legitimate reason. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was just how it was portrayed and written and acted mm-hmm. that you know I don't, because it, because I'm like yeah like I'm like do I fault Hassan yes but I to also understand where he's coming from and do I fault Mo no because I also understand like when you want to be chosen like you want to be chosen you want that other person to fight for you and we got to tell them a little bit of that context when you're saying yeah. that so the context is right um Mo, who's our protagonist, has been dating Hassan for, it seems like, you know, a number of years or whatever. But three like, years, yeah. For three years. And it's like they're having Eid at Mo's house with Mo's family. And Hassan kind of was like, you know, in a room by himself. And Mo comes in and Hassan basically like just drop it on his, you know, lab that, hey, my dad, I still haven't told, I haven't come out to my dad. Right. And, and a family like, member found my secret Facebook account and he's, she's going to tell my dad. And, you know, I feel like I've been, a, you know, basically between a rock and a hard place where what do my family want from me is, you know, to be basically straight, right. To be married and have kids and do all of that heteronormative stuff. And can you please just like, wait for me as I don't know. I really was like, I don't know. Like maybe I will end up marrying somebody just for the sake of appeasing my dad. And maybe it's just a matter of like waiting it out for, you know, a couple more years, maybe. <laughs> like it's like, it was like I basically it's like I can't come out. And Mo was like basically kind of in a way, you know, you don't have to. Like, I don't. Right, like he wasn't pressuring him to come out, but he also wasn't for this alternative of, you know, wait, like I'm, uh, you know, we've been together this long, you haven't come out this long, I've made a big deal out of it, is what I've been able to read from the Mm -hmm. situation, you know, we're living a good life, we just continue to pretend for them, but we live our life true here, but he was then presenting, no, it's got to take a step further so I can really convince them and marry a woman Mm -hmm. and have babies, and we'll just continue this kind of download thing and mo understandably was like i that's not me that's not for right, me like i don't know i can't do that though i yeah. can i can pretend with you i can't do that type of pretend yeah no yeah and that was the end essentially but they had to continue on with dinner but yeah. mo really heartbroken because obviously Hassan's willing to make the sacrifice of their relationship. He didn't want to, but he's willing to do this extra step to try to have his cake and eat it too. Even though he's in also a very difficult position. Don't mm-hmm. want to minimize oh, no. the, the, the experience of coming out, especially if it's to a family who is not as open and who's very strict and hard one on um heterosexual you know relationships believes that's the way believes that's you know religious wise family wise legacy wise culture wise like definitely don't want to minimize that in any way shape or form Hassan was going through it but Hassan was willing 
to make this extra step and sacrifice himself in order to appease his family and and in hopes of also still being able to keep Mo. Whereas mm -hmm. Mo was not willing to make that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And so he obviously came to a point where this isn't gonna go anywhere else, but he loves this man. And so he's trying to get it together to get back. And mom sees the hurt because oh. mamas know. Mamas know. Gave him the hand, gave him the attention, and then, mm -hmm. you know, continued on because she also knew the show must go on. And that little bit just took Mo out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I said that just, that was a woman was like, I am in because this is not, like, like this is not the usual stance that we get because another little tidbit that comes up between, uh, in the conversation between Hassan and Mo is that Mo's family is very welcoming of him. Like there's no- right, right. There's no question from them about his sexual sexual orientation, um, but obviously that's not the norm within the culture and in a way within the religion as we know it. Mm. So that yeah, that was yeah. the other thing that made it harder for Mo to conceptualize why Hassan would even consider, you know, marrying a woman mm. for his and, parents' sake. Right. And what did it incite in you before we move on? I want to make sure you so got that what out. What incited me is a lot of things, a lot of feelings, because I, I, I get it. I understand it. I have friends, myself included, you know, like, who have gone through that, like, because coming out is not, it's still, it's still an act that could incite violence, mm. you know, both physical, but also emotional and psychological and spiritual violence. Um, because it's, it's one of those things that mentally you do where it's like, if I don't say it out loud, if I don't you know, basically, if I don't come out, there's, mm. there's still that, what, that, what did they call it? Um, possible di deniability. Mm. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like um, Hassan I, was going through, like, yeah. And, she saw and, my Facebook, but I deleted it and I can come and say, I'm good and I'm ready to date a woman. And also here's my girlfriend. And that way I can yeah. turn the story around. Um, But it's also again that's why I said like it's 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 one of those things that it's so adult and it's so real and and why I love this movie it's because on the other hand right I yeah like I could never ask somebody to deny themselves and basically be a secret because I am still figuring myself out mm. you know yeah. Um. And again, it's 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 we would love to be like, oh, it's it. All that matters is me and you, baby. But not like you know, it's the world is the world in a way, and 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 you can't change the world with like your singular love. Mm -hmm. Um. You 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 have to bump into the harshness of it as somebody who's part of the LGBTQ community. Um, and yeah, it's, again, it's, it's one of the things that like, it's still a question, right? It's like, do I come out? Do I not come out? Do you, do, do I ask somebody to wait for me? Do I just let them go? Um, is it worth it to continue with this person as they figure themselves out or not? And again, you add that complexity or that nuance of religion um, where it's like, how do I reconcile my faith and my love for this religion but also what the teachings might be or how others have interpreted and 
or carrying out the teachings of that religion. And it 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 crosses, it, it goes across so many religions, right? It's not just Islam, it's Christianity. Um, because I'm sort of closer to that one. So like it's Hinduism, you know, it's it's Sikhism, it's it's a lot of the religions out there mm-hmm. um that are in a lot of ways um not completely open to non-heteronormative way of living. Yeah. So no, what about you? you? What did it what were oh I was straight up <laughs> At first, I wasn't even thinking about Hassan. I was like, hell no. I wouldn't love you there, no. I used to me to be all of that. No. No. I was so like, it didn't take, it took to like the middle of the movie when people started bringing up Hassan's side for me to be like, oh, I, he got a point. I see what, I see what the point was. Because no. for the longest, <laughs> I was with Mo, like, absolutely negative. Mm-hmm. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> So yeah, it incited in me like, okay, we got somebody who's really confident, independent who they are, has the family structure and support behind mm-hmm. them, which is very similar to my own family structure and everything like that. In which, um, like when you have that unconditional love and support, yeah, you really feel like you can, um, you feel like you can take over the world. You feel like you can handle anything, and mm-hmm. anything that's thrown at you, you feel like you always have a backup, so to speak, because you have that. Which then, when it came to later middle of the film, when we started to hear more of Hassan's side, it, like me, uh, I'll just stop there because uh, <laughs> then we'll get into it. But I'm like, but basically, mm-hmm. like Mo, I can easily only see my perspective and my privilege and what I have with my family and what I have with that support system holding me up that I have not delved into or even peeked into what I would be if it was the opposite of that or what Mm -hmm. people experience who do not have those things that I have and how if I were to just stop thinking from my point of view and my perspective because I have all that and start thinking Mm -hmm. from theirs and not having any of it and maybe the fact that Mo was that support system until he pulled away Mm -hmm. it's like oh damn so it very much incited in me uh that kind of reflection Mm. of that that's what a good (laughs) book does but it makes you reflect on yourself yes and and hopefully helps you grow oh yes (laughs) right so that's what it happened to me y'all so what's the next question did the climax deliver did you have any toss-ups between the protagonist and antagonist by the way i like to throw that slow seasoning in there um we like to bring that up every once yes, in a while there seems yes, to be some yes. confusion um, is what that because, could be so throughout this like we've been focusing thus far on like mo and hassan but this is not about mo and hassan <laughs> it is about <laughs> right and- right there's like only like literally maybe 10 minutes in a whole movie <laughs> it is really about mo and Kyle. Um, who a cow is, you know, a white American, but who, because, you know, he's a army brat, spent a, a good amount of his childhood in Jordan. Um, and, you know, as the synopsis of the movie told us, right, it's about uh, Mo and uh, Kal coming together for Ishtar during, you know, the month of Ramadan um, and us seeing the progression of their relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And so all throughout, you know, there's this hesitation apparently from Mo to one, really kind of dive into another relationship, dive into another relationship with somebody who is perhaps not, not that he wasn't Muslim person, but that wasn't, um didn't have the same cultural background and everything also, like you know yeah background mm-hmm. him primarily but it was hard to turn them away because this yeah. white man grew up in jordan speaks arabic um knows the uh, culture and the religion yeah knows how to cook all the foods carry on yeah but it's exactly it's like <laughs> it was it was basically it's like the the feel good 
romance that you expect and 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 yearn for in a rom-com right where right. it's like you have this like amazing person that you yourself would love to have in your life <laughs> right um and the chemistry between the actors was amazing mm -hmm. um and and between that we have most friend sam uh who's much more of um i'll call like a flamboyant at least more outwardly um expressive expressive thank you like outwardly expressive um sam right yeah oh um, sam god i love a good expressive, sam um, friend who's also gay and who's also arabic um who's also arab arabic is a language um <laughs> but Again, when it comes to the climax, climax <laughs> of the movie, <laughs> you know, which is um, Mo finally getting out of his own sort of lane and really realizing sort of the complexity of those around him, mm -hmm. not just him. That's the word right there. Um, it, I definitely think it delivered because, again, like, I, I know I'm going to keep saying this. The reason why I love this movie is that it is, it felt like I could see this happening with like my friends, with like people that I know, right? Because it's not like his gesture was not some like grand overbearing, like just, you know, out there gesture. It was really just a gesture that like any of us could do in a way, which was, kind of putting yourself out there and doing karaoke, which is kind of scary, <laughs> you know? But like just as a way to show your potential partner that like- Right, hey, especially because, yeah. Grown. Yes, I've grown, exactly. Because he's been yeah. such a very, what he called a rigid loner. Yeah. This whole film and like not really willing to go outside of his comfort zone. That's a big step. Yes. And, but again, it was so real, right? Because yeah, we can't all do karaoke. <laughs> Seriously, I would be scared out of my mind. I need some drinks. And he did it sober. Yeah. <laughs> um, just had a thought about us. Oh, my God. I literally just had a quick vision about us in freaking Tennessee. With the oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another time in another place. <laughs> Oh, we got to record it one day. It's going to be a whole episode of all of us just talking about. But, um, Sober who? Yeah. Sorry, carry on. And <sighs> because, you know, and again, the reason, I know I'm going to keep saying this and I apologize in advance, but like the reason why I love this movie is because like, when you consider it, right? Mm -hmm. They've really just got introduced to each other and have been getting to know each other for a month, yeah. right? So, Again, it made sense. It totally made sense for what was done and how the end of the movie was with them kissing. You know, yeah. because it's like, yeah, it's only been a month. Like, they're not, you know, <laughs> life partners. They're not, it's not right. like happily ever after. tomorrow, like a, right. It's just like, I found this great person and, and they've, helped me to grow and that's great and amazing and and that spin I've you know l perhaps let go of some of my um assumptions and rigid rigidness and that's great that's that, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah just insert that gift that's growth right here yeah. in this <laughs> but I totally agree I sorry go ahead um yeah and I think right and when it comes to like the protagonist antagonist for sure I mean even though I understood like I said the reason beyond behind Hassan's decision I still really much gave him a whole lot of flack mm-hmm throughout the movie as he was trying to reach out and message Mo, you know, yeah. I was like, oh, sir, like you've chosen your path. <laughs> like, leave my man alone. He's trying to find love with Superman. <laughs> like, please. 
don't you ruin this for us. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't you ruin this for us. And when they finally met and like actually had closure, mm. I was like, again, it's like, yeah, like, like in a lot of breakups, there's no bad people. It's just timing or just differences where mm-hmm. we needed to part ways, but we still have that love and that respect and admiration from each other. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily go away, you know, kind of just like completely. Right. And again, as I'm going to keep saying this, it was so real. Like, this is what happened in the real world. Mm. You know? Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, uh, that's the, I think that is the word, the realness of it all. It felt so relatable and so accurate to the time. Like, I'm thinking, oh, you know, they constantly mentioned Sound of Music, and I had correct at one point I think my mind went to a typical rom-com where obviously Kyle or Kyle did something that was like sound of music and then Mo was like oh you love it too and I'm like no that's not what happened Mo initiated that conversation and let him know and that's something small but it makes a big difference from a film that wants to make you believe this is how the world works and this is how Mm -hmm. love works where Mm -hmm. you're a soulmate or the next person you're supposed to be with already somewhat somehow innately knows the things you love and innately knows what you need to what do you want him to say and innately knows and just does it no sometimes you tell your story he tells his and they mesh Mm -hmm. they work sometimes you love superman you know i mean sometimes a guy's name is kyle l and you just Mm -hmm. realize that's from superman yeah (laughs) and then you connect Sometimes you talk about, you know, religion and how is it that you're able to, you know, mesh and and fully immerse yourself in this religion that is known through media and worldwide that is not necessarily for the gay community as most religions don't seem to be, don't seem, seem being the word. Yes. Um, however, you know, you use a uh, um, analogy from freaking Sound of Music to explain how you've been able to make peace with the mm-hmm. fact that God loves you and you don't love him less because of what you love in this world and who you love in this world. And that ends up carrying throughout the film organically from that point on. I love that. So many films, which I think have messed up many of us today, <laughs> have in shows have this idea that they want to put out that what love and romance and everything is supposed mm-hmm. to be and is from our cartoons to our real life stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it has created this mindset that well, it's not supposed to be hard, or we're not supposed to go through that. Where's Prince Charming? Like Prince Charming's supposed to be charming all the time, mm-hmm. and this was one of those realistic situations in which you get to see no people are sarcastic, and funny, and have drama. You know, like at one point Mo didn't want to get himself involved in Cal's drama. Well, guess what? Everyone has some level of drama, Mo. Mm-hmm. Everyone. No one's not going to be drama-less. This is not how this goes. I love their argument. So many rom-coms have that point in the film where they have a disagreement, but it's always, it is, it's many of the times, because there are great rom-coms out there, but mm-hmm, it's many yeah. of the times where it is so dramatic and the mm-hmm. fight is so much of, well, how are you not going to ruin your entire life for me? Because I love mm-hmm. you. Don't you love me? And mm-hmm. it's always this huge, grandiose. And again, many of them aren't together that long. Like we just <laughs> said, this was just a month. But their argument was so accurate and real for the circumstance, for what they were going through. And the fact that he's like, nah, like, you know, we only been together for a month, but I've been seeing it too. You, you constantly try to switch, turn the narrative to fit mm-hmm. your own mold. And that's not how, it's not always going to go that way. And you tend to bright side everything. I love that bright side stuff. That mm-hmm. was some good writing right there. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't saying that Mo was a villain at all, but yeah. it was saying that this is a complication that mm-hmm. you like to try to uncomplicate things. And sometimes mm-hmm. things can't uncomplicate. Sometimes it's just life is messy, Mo. And this is just how it is. And there's not always a reason for it or a good reason for it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just got to let things be. And it was such a good, like, human-ass, therapy-ass conversation <laughs> of, like, yes, people should talk about this more. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> it, and it makes so much sense. So I agree. 
fun as I can say a little bit about that too. Yeah, please. I love that. Again, I I will give this movie so many kudos <laughs> because again, it did this thing, and again, it's so subtle but it's so powerful. Where Mo ended up being, in a way, the person in the wrong. Mm, right no versus right mad cow because you know like usually it's like you know the 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 op like the option of affection that person yeah. is the one who like does something yeah. wrong or it's like yeah hiding like, well, we like, knew it was too good to be true yeah like we, we knew it was too good to be true in a way and we kind of had a bit of like hand here and there right because it's like oh why is he in the hospital and why doesn't he drink and why does he like do all this stuff like there's something he's hiding all of that right Right. And being something again, like very human, very relatable, very understandable, and that it was Mo, right through really what precipitated it is how Mo dealt with Sam's own question, right? So it's mm. also like a movie about friendship, friendship <laughs> about religion. It was a good conversation about religion, really good. Yeah. Of just different again, aspects it of done, it, politics. Woo! And again, it was like it was done in such a respectful way. Yes, yes. Where again, it was like, yes, this is how friends talk to each other and argue with each other and 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 get mad at each other. And it's also how when you are in a when like a healthy relationship, you fight with one another. Where it's like, I'm gonna call you out on your action, not on who you are as a person. Exactly. And how, come on therapy. <laughs> that's a therapy tactic right there. Cause most of us yeah. are like, you stupid. I'm not, yeah. oh no. What you did just now, I didn't feel like was a very smart decision. Yeah. That was what <laughs> this movie was. It yeah. was saying all the right things at the right time, the way you need to say them to get through. Yeah. Even when it started getting heated and mm -hmm. Mo started retaliating with defense as most of us do when we feel yeah. like we're being attacked or our beliefs are being challenged. He literally said, even the wording Cal used, no, I'm not attacking. I'm I'm challenging you. You, yeah. Words. Some more words where he was like, I'm defending my faith. He's like, look, look, Mo, before you even go there, mm -hmm. you. I like you. I like your I like you like sound and music. I like you like Superman. I like your family. I like your dynamic. I like your personality. I like that you're funny and I like your religion. Mm -hmm. I like it all. Do you like me? The way he turned that real quick? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Again, I got to like, the acting in this movie was just like next level. Like it gives, it gave me an appreciation of like what good acting is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, because it, it, yeah, it's like. To where I, it can feel I, like I it could be happening see. next to you in real world in real time, yeah. where it feels like yeah. this. I could see this conversation happening, and I'm in the right. and 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 we, you know, we didn't really touch upon the religion aspect because, in a way, again, because this is real life. It's just one of many nuances about Mo, about Mo and Kyle's relationship, about Mo and Sam's friendship. Right? That, like, yes, it's central, but also. It's not the only thing that makes him him. Right. You know, it's also his love for his tata. It's also just like how oh, he and his tata. Mom come on, and Coco. He, come on, and his Coco. mom just have this like great relationship, right? And how she's very much like a super typical immigrant Arabic mom. In a way, I can say this. Oh my gosh, that like, line were like you know, she married a American or whatever. I need some, yeah. I need you, you're our last hope to yeah. have full-blooded Arab babies. And he's yeah. like, mom, how is me and my husband going to have yeah. full-blooded Arab babies? And how like, you know, just like- I was, because I was with mom. I didn't even catch yeah. that. I was like, because you could have with Hassan. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that mom was so comfortable with this yeah. that it was nothing. It was second nature, like strange world. When we talked about that film, mm -hmm. it was like, this is love. Love is love, yeah. period. Yeah. And so she's talking about it like, well, yeah, of course you're going to have babies. Forget <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all this. Oh, it's so sweet. Oh, oh yeah. And oh. I like to do a, a quick shout out. Mm -hmm. Sam, Sam, you are just the oh. greatest. 
he I love that Sam in this film was not just um comedic relief, which is what yeah. they always have an extra friend mm -hmm. or something in the film for. Without, like just he silly. had dimensions and to him. He had dimensions. And that moment he got to have in that dinner where he mm -hmm. expressed his own reservations and feelings about Arabs and his Muslim faith of uh, the Muslim faith was so like you don't give that normally to a comedic mm -hmm. relief character. You don't mm -hmm. give them that moment to shine and show. And it was so well done. And his what he had to say needed to be heard and needed yeah. to be said in this film. Because yeah. it needed that dynamic of both bright side and mm -hmm. and human yeah. human side. It was so beautifully done. I'm so happy that they had that kind of dynamic and that that fight between him and his friend and then him and the romantic interest. I'm glad it wasn't just, you know with someone who has obvious differences like mm -hmm. Cal who is this white American man you know with an alcoholic father not a good relationship with his parents all this mm -hmm. it's so many th throughout the film you got to hear what the differences were they were so stark mm -hmm. uh, Mo wouldn't let you forget yeah. so you're already ready for the fight to happen with those mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. you're prepared for it but you're not prepared for yeah. his best friend, who is also Arab, who also has the same cultural, you know, history background, who knows all the things, who said it like, mm -hmm. yes, yes, I know, I know. You know, he, he knows all the rules. Yeah. He knows all the, the same people. They grew up together. They love each other. They're accepting of each other. You don't expect that fight to happen. And so mm -hmm. for them to drop that when they didn't need to. Yeah. But it, but it felt good. It, it, felt, it, it felt real. It because felt, Yeah, it felt it real. It, it it I'm like, yes, it will make sense that you guys, that is one of the pain points of your friendship. Yes. That you have this, you know, friend who is all on um Islam and always talking about how great it is and how amazing it is. And you have a completely different experience from him. Yes. You know, and again, both of your experiences are valid because valid. this is both of your lived and experiences. No one has it more right or more wrong or just like right but they both deserve to be validated heard and yeah. not dismissed exactly exactly so i was very very appreciative of that moment where yeah. they allowed sam to show us all the different levels of him yes so our um second to last uh, one of our last questions mm -hmm. what was the impact or how did it make you feel overall i again like it gave me all the fuzzy amazing feelings uh, it made me like weirdly enough just like love on my kids mm. even more because I, I I want to be that like you know there for them the way that you know most parent family is there for him you know whoever you are like you are my child and I love you um uh, it it made me reflect on how I'm very selfishly in a way, like very glad for the people that I've met in my lives who have expanded my understanding and horizon around different religion, different cultures, just you know the differences that I you know, would not have seek out on my own without mm -hmm. them opening up themselves and being super and exposing welcome, you allowing to allowing me. Yeah. yeah. And allow me to probe a little bit and question and, and understand. Um and I think overall it this movie just again, right? Like it it felt like a familiar comfort already it felt like you know I have been in that world mm -hmm. I want to be in that world I understand that world because mm -hmm. it was like so fully fleshed out for us like mm -hmm. where again we we it didn't like it, I didn't have to suspend belief at all like I'm like yes this would have happened like yes like you would have okay. I'll, I'll I'll reserve this part for my popcorn moment. But a lot, like all of the moments, I was just like, yeah, like you know the 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 steeliness of having a black choir 
at like somebody's birthday party. Hey, if you have the money in WeHo, that makes sense. You would have a freaking black choir at your party because it's only $300. Why not? You have the money, you know? Before like, Esther drops her <laughs> popcorn moment, I just have to say. My <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> popcorn moment. And we never do this. Usually we always yeah. we fold to whatever the other person's popcorn moment is. But at the risk that she didn't choose it, my popcorn moment is this M and F and Black Choir just mm -hmm. being inserted <laughs> into this film, not once, but two times. Yeah. <laughs> when I tell you the joy from when Mo walked into Sam's <sighs> outlandish party, it was like, "Hi, Sam." Well, first off, when Sam, when Sam, um, the way they they talk, the way they greet each other, "Homo," gave yeah. him good night. <laughs> Yes. Good night. <laughs> so already love. Yeah. And then when he's walking through the party with his balloon, and he's like, is that a black choir? <laughs> like, wait, what? And you look, the camera pans over, and that is indeed a black choir singing on cue yeah. <laughs> at the party. But the fact that at the end, when we see Mo stand up, come out of his shell to do a full blow, climb every mountain, and I don't know where for this cow man. Here you see this black choir yet again in full garb this time. <laughs> yes, full garb. And then he's like, you know, uh, you owe me three hundred dollars. The ATM is in the back. <laughs> And that was all the encouragement oh, yeah, yeah, to, to lift his voice up higher for the song. <laughs> it was so shy until the black quiet came up and gave him, gave him the push he needed. <laughs> I had to rewind. I had tears in my eyes. I was cracking up. I literally texted Esther, like, this freaking movie is great. And she was, I think, in the middle of it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this black choir. She's like, wait, do they come more than just the birthday? I said, I'm not going to tell you anything else. You finished watching this film. <laughs> Say again why. Like, doing this is so close to my heart. It's because, like, in a lot of the movies that I watch that are commercial, that really centered around white people in Western, you know, stories of some mm -hmm, kind. Mm -hmm. The extras that they have are so freaking like it's it's like I'm like, am I like it? It kind of gives you a bit of like almost gaslighting, especially mm -hmm. when I was younger. Now you know that I have that I'm more media literate. You know, I I, I can understand why certain things happen for money reason most of the time. But as a young kid, right, who's so impressionable, you watch these movies and you're like, they're in New York, but there's no other people who are like, there's no non-white people in New York. They're in this place, but there's nobody who looks like me in this place. Like, you know, okay. like, like watch these things and you're like, how come there's nobody who looks like me unless they specifically are there for some reason? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And again, why like this podcast is so dear to my heart is because like as you watch this movie right like why do they have a black choir right like it but it's because like again for where they are west hollywood you're gonna have a whole bunch of people commingling yes and so something like this again is and every party was like good mixed around people it was people of different colors people of different like it was like everybody yeah, because that's that is the that is the the, that is the word that they're reflecting to me that I know about because again, being in being in West Hollywood, right? You're gonna see people of different faith, different colors, different socioeconomic class. That is that is the real world. We commingle. That is the world that we live in. Um, and so that those are the little things that again, I'm like, it's so important to watch stories made by us for us mm. because we. You know, we 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 do the things that like as a young person, a young Esther would have like loved to see, but just question herself 
about because she wasn't seeing her lived-in experience to films that supposedly were about the real world. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh. So let's start with closing this out, friend. What mm-hmm. is your, since I got to sneak in mine, what is your popcorn moment? Well, I'm glad that you picked this one because it allowed me to pick another one. Okay. <laughs> and that is when they were having the iftar with, you know, obviously Mo and Kyle, but Sam and then John, who kind of like is Sam's love interest in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And it started out as I was watching the scene because the scene is about John sort of doing certain faux pas. Okay. You know? And it and it brought up a lot of emotions for me because on one hand, I was like, oh, you know, here we have the sort of like, you know, not so cultured white American overall, mm-hmm. right? It's like American overall, who's just like, you know, bring bringing alcohol to an iftar and like just not waiting to be at least like, get the okay to get, you know, right, you praying and everything. Mm-hmm. Not even praying, just like, oh. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to go to somebody's house for dinner and like just start taking food before oh, Before they else. do, right. You got to lay, lay of the land. Yeah. <laughs> so it's things like that. And at first I was just like kind of angry at John. But I was like, you know what? Like I'm angry at Sam because if I'm, if you're, if I'm somebody's guest, mm. right, to another person's party i'm like your plus one and you didn't give me up about like sort of their costume and i end up looking like a fool i'm gonna be mad at you but then again because this movie is so amazing it's like it flipped it where it's like it kind of john sort of questioning which are again like yeah you know for somebody who's not a custom or used to like you know islamic um the islamic faith you would question oh okay well why doesn't sam also do iftar and why doesn't sam like not you know be sober all those mm-hmm. things like that was the catalyst for this great uh climax not like you know, kind of like point of like crescendo for us mm. and again it felt so real and it reminded me kind of add a bit of a um affliction to John because I remember um when I was you know dating my partner, there was like moments when I went to visit his family. In one way he prepared me, and another way I was just like, sir, I am coming up as a freaking fool here. <laughs> Because it did not really give me the whole lay of the land, just little morsels. Yes. <laughs> like, so here I am thinking I'm going to, like, you know, be able to go out and have a drink with your family. And they are very conservative. <laughs> that would have been great to know. <laughs> you know, so things like that where I felt it. But at the same time, I'm like, it really brought for me just again like how I will say like blessed I am to have these sort of experiences because I was like how can somebody go through their lives and not know that like you don't bring alcohol to a Muslim you know Muslim household how can you not know this like I feel like everybody knows knows this right like that like you just like wait to be served food when you're at somebody else's house like (laughs) that like (laughs) Like, I'm like, how, again, do you not notice? Right, and it all deals with, are you exposed to all of that? Exactly, right? exactly. So that was my popcorn That's a fair moment. That's a fair (laughs) moment. Also absolutely loved his mom and them meeting Kyle. That was great. Mm -hmm. The way they stopped singing (laughs) mid-intro, like, yeah. who this white man here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she loved his cooking. Oh, it was just a great time. It was just a beautiful, beautiful film. Oh, we encourage you all to watch it. Let's give our yeah. ratings. Oh, um, what is your popcorn rating for this? I film? mean, it is extra, extra, extra large with Woo! like a side of hot piping butter. I was thinking about mm. it. Like this movie 
it's along the same lines for me as like um oh my god what was that movie that we watched like that is top of my head it's not iron horse um indian horse it's like those two movies i'm like i would have never ever think to seek them out to sit down and watch them but i'm so much better for it Mm. (laughs) agree agree so yes thank you i also agree (laughs) same same type of popcorn this was excellent it was such a good time now we thank you all for listening to us remember to follow us review us support us on all your podcast listening platforms we love you you love us let's keep doing this doggone thing um remember to follow us on the we need to talk club channel that's where all our different podcasts are listed and we have a website we need to talk dot club so make sure you visit that too and until we meet again we'll see you on the credits bye bye